So here's the situation, right? I don't know my grandfather. I never met him. I never talked to him. I don't even know what his hobbies and passions were. And you know, it's crazy because I'm around my family all the time. And I mean all the time. Yeah, all I get from every outing we have is an honorable mention of him. My name is Mia Jackson, and I have a mission. I decided that today was the day I found out who was Melvin Jackson and what is his significance in my family. But to do that, I had to go to the person who knew him best. My grandmother, Helen Jackson. Now, for some context, I'm really close to my grandma. Like, really close to her. As in, she lives right next door from me and we share the same driveway type of close. She's always been that shoulder I could lean on for all the good and the bad. So it's just crazy how even being sewn to her for all my life, there's still this big gray area I know nothing about. But that all ends today. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, just like any heartwarming love story, there is always a beginning. Well, we met in church. I, uh, very young, I was uh, like 21, 22, and he was the same age. And I used to go, I went, used to go to this church right at the end of my block. And he lived with his aunt and uncle across the street from me. And they also, we went to the same church. So his aunt and a lady that was in the church, a missionary in the church, uh, they decided, because we was like, those days you got married, you know, young, 2021, 20, that since I was a church girl and a nice girl, they introduced me to Melvin. After two years of Helen and Melvin being together in Brooklyn, Love has blossomed in the air. But there was a question that made me wonder, how did they tie the knot? Well, um, he actually didn't actually come out with, will you marry me? Um, we had been dating a while, mm -hmm. and then we, he started talking about we should go uh, pick out a ring and I said to him pick out a ring how are we going to pick out a ring you never asked me to marry you <laughs> and then and I said you have to ask my father too mm, right. before you ask me and uh, you know a lot of men they don't if 
they don't like to just say the word, will you marry me? <laughs> but I would not let him get away with that. And I didn't want him to assume that I was going to marry him by picking out a ring. You have to ask me and propose to me. <laughs> so he did. Then he asked me, well, will you marry me? <laughs> and then I said, yes. And then he spoke to my father. Right, as you should, because yes. we should have high standards. <laughs> and the fact that he just didn't ask you, like, what well, you yes. thought that was going on? So, That's right. That's period. Right. That was really good. When the newlyweds were at the prime of their marriage, Melvin became more open about himself and his personal life. Did he ever tell you anything about, like, his childhood or, like, uh, his life before he had met you? Uh, yes. Well, uh, he did. And he told me he was born in Brooklyn, New York, and that his mother had came to New York at a young, very young age. Her parents, her, her father was living in North Carolina because she left New York, North Carolina, came to Brooklyn, New York, and got a job, and just happened she got pregnant. But they was afraid to tell her father. Mm -hmm. And some way, her father found out that his daughter was in, had a, a child. And he called her up, and he says to her, I heard you had, you have a boy, mm -hmm. child. And he says, I want you to bring him down to North Carolina. And in those days, young young uh, people, they listened to their elderly parents. She mm -hmm. did not want to do it. And he said, if you don't bring him, I'm coming to get him because mm -hmm. he don't have any business in, in New York. Mm -hmm. And reluctantly, she listened to him. Even though she may have been in her 20s, okay. she took her son and to... North Carolina, and she left him there. She came back to New York and continued to work. Melvin's childhood at the farm in North Carolina was chaotic. He lived with 18 of his other siblings and had to do intense labor. But the desire of wanting to live with his mother made his experience even more miserable. Uh, found a husband and she married uh, uh, her husband. Mm -hmm. Now they lived right, they had a house right across the street from uh, her father, which had her son, Melvin. Mm -hmm. And after she got married, she wanted her son to come and live with her. Right. But the grandfather said no. Because Melvin was a boy, he was way too valuable for his grandfather to let go. And because his grandfather had so much power on everyone around him, he wasn't going to leave anytime soon. So eventually, his stepfather mm -hmm. um, got up enough nerve <laughs> to go across the street and said, look, I want, I'm taking Melvin home. Mm -hmm. So I know that was hard for him to do because yeah, yeah. you respect older people. Mm -hmm. And his, and this man, Melvin's grandfather, was a powerful, strong man. But 
some kind of way, he let him come. Wow. He let him come, and Melvin lived with went across, and he was so happy, and he his he stayed with his mother from the age of maybe fifteen or sixteen until he got 20, in his 20, about 20, and that's when he came back to New York and stayed with his his aunt until he met me. Mm. Now, when I first heard this, I was just shocked. I didn't even know what to think. The only thing I could think about was... Somebody help this boy and call CPS. But honestly, to know that this whole story could have been avoided if times were different. If women had the voice and power to do what they want without being in a chokehold from men, let alone their own father. That made me think to myself, dang, I got it good. So reflecting back on the story, I just can't help but think, how did Melvin, the boy who was fighting demons for majority of his childhood, gotten the character development necessary to become the most memorable man that I hear so much about today? How would you say Melvin was as a father figure? Melvin was a terrific father and husband. And the reason was because of his childhood. It seemed like he was trying to make it up because he didn't have. So whatever he missed out growing up, he tried to give it to his two children. Holidays, he would, because he never, uh, Christmas, he used to buy every toy that there was in the store. (laughs) Because when he was growing up, he maybe got one toy. Mm. So, and and he was, when it comes to, um, he would, whatever they wanted, like breakfast, mm-hmm. he would make three breakfasts, mm. one from whatever my son liked, he would make whatever my daughter liked, he would make, and then he would make from breakfast, uh, something for him and I. When I came home, the food was done. I cleaned, I did the cleaning and he did the cooking. He used to bake. They taught him how to bake. And, uh, but he was a, your question, he was a great husband. Wow. He was a great, he just died too young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unfortunately, Melvin Jackson passed away at the age of 48 due to cancer. But with the time he was alive, he made sure that he was remembered as being an amazing husband and even a more amazing father. Some might say he was too good of a father. Yeah, he he would, we would do things with the children. And I used to say, Melvin, you and I, we'll leave the kids with my parents and we can let us go on vacation, just the two of us. <laughs> and he would know if the children not going, we're not going. Oh. So we, I did never really get to go on vacation. Like, how, like just the husband and wife. Right, right. Yes, right. because, the, oh, I love my children. Right. But you, <laughs> but you know, need you a won't break. need a break. <laughs> and, but no, every, or everywhere we went, 
the children had to go because this is a life that he didn't he didn't have and he wasn't leaving his children so let's unpack you came on my journey of discovering my grandpa's story i was swept away by my grandparents romantic tale to then be whiplashed with a messy family drama to then be circled back to how my grandfather resulted from the most jaw-dropping redemption arc I have ever witnessed. And after our bizarre roller coaster of laughter and sadness, I can conclude that Melvin Jackson was truly a breathtaking person. And you know what? Even though I didn't know him personally. I feel like we have a strong bond already. For the Summer Youth Podcast Academy, I'm Mia Jackson. Music from Blue Dot Sessions. Thank you to The Bell and Gimlet Media. And shout out to my editor, Lily Percy.